Alright, Santa, so, you know, as you know, elf number one here, Lester, he hired us to come in and do the suggestion box for you based on our podcast. We are so honored that you're a listener of our show. That's amazing. We're, we're so happy to hear that. Don't you think, Nietzsche? Yeah, Santa, thanks so much for bringing us up here. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to kind of get to see your operation, too. This is going to be fun. Ho, ho, ho. Well, I can't thank you gentlemen enough for coming up here to help us with this suggestion box. We really want to improve things here in the shop at the North Pole, and we think you guys are the right people to do it. Yeah, no, we, we appreciate that, Santa. We've actually done this at our own, as you know. We actually do this in our own operation. It really, you know, it gives them an opportunity to say how they feel and anything they really need to get off their chest with anonymity. So here's the deal, Santa. We're going to interview a couple of your elves, if you don't mind. Uh, we're going to get some feedback. So what we're going to do basically is we're going to hear from them. Uh, we're going to hear them out. We're going to make them feel, you know, like they've been supported. And we're going to make some suggestions to you, actually, for how we can improve productivity going forward. Yeah, Santa, no pressure on you. Just sit tight. We'll handle this. It's going to be awesome. Don't even worry about it. Ho, ho, ho. I can't wait to get started. Mike, why does he keep saying, like, he doesn't have to do this act with us. Why does he keep saying, ho, ho, ho? Dude, I don't know. That's so weird. Hey, Santa, you don't, you don't, you know, we're, we're cool. We don't, uh, you don't have to just, you know, keep up with the ho-ho and all that kind of stuff. We can just have a normal conversation, just a few guys talking about ways to improve the business. Ho-ho-ho, what are you talking about? Sorry, gentlemen, I don't know if we told you, but Santa has a little bit of Tourette's and he says ho-ho-ho quite often. If you could just ignore it, that'd be great. Oh, Shit. shit. Welcome to episode 12 of the Silver Bow Experience, our Christmas special. My name's Nietzsche, alongside me got my forever buddy Mike here. What's going on, my dude? We wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Dude, it's pretty crazy that it's already Christmas. I, like, I feel like, like every year someone says that, and it's always me. But uh, it's weird that this year went by so fast. I feel like we got dicked up and down last last uh, last year with COVID, and we did this year too to a lesser degree. But uh, God, this whole year passed by. It's crazy to me that it's Christmas. Yeah, I can't believe that we're already at the end of 2021. I just don't. We're almost two years into a pandemic. It's just time is flying, flying by. But uh, love Christmas. It's it's probably my favorite holiday, and um, love the build up to Christmas. It's about almost over, uh, but I'm excited, man. This is going to be a good pod. We got some good shit for all you silver boners out there. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to give too much away because I want you bastards to listen to the whole thing, right? But uh, let me give you a little tasticle of what we'll be talking about. We'll be talking <laughs> about our favorite Christmas gifts we have ever received in our entire life, which is kind of a cool thing. Uh, you know, we're also going to talk about uh, some of our favorite Christmas movies. Um, so we're going to give you some recommendations if you have not watched them this this year, I mean, you probably have. I mean, we, we know which ones are popular. We're not dumb. We're not idiots. Uh, so listen, we hope you enjoy it. And tell us, go on the socials where we are at Silver Boner. Exp- go on the socials where we are at Silver Bow Experience on Instagram. Or head over to Twitter where we are at Silver Bow EXP. And tell us what's your favorite Christmas movie. And tell us. What's the coolest gift you ever received? And 
tell us some other stuff. We're going to talk about some other stuff. We're going to talk about other stuff too, but I'm not just going to give it away. Like, if I did that all right now, then there'd be no point in you listening to it. So, like, hold your fucking horses. We'll get to it. Uh, Nietzsche, I don't know why I'm getting so mad. Oh, God. So annoyed by this. I think it's just the Christmas spirit just all up in you. (laughs) But it's going to be a good one. We're excited for us. We're excited for you guys listening. Um, You know, we're going to talk about some cool shit. Christmas. And that's going to take us to our favorite Christmas movies. Mike, I would love if you can get us started. Let's do this, brother. All right, I'm going to kick it off with a freaking bang. Okay. My all-time favorite Christmas movie. That's what I'm going to start with, Nietzsche. I'm going to set the bar high. My favorite. It's Little Day starring Arnold Schwarzenegger in Sinbad called Jingle All the Way, which is... <laughs> The greatest Christmas movie of all time. I love it. I love how they're just total dicks to each other. That they're trying to find the stupid Pinnable Man toy that they just can't find. And then he like, uh, you know, it's a from, from the '90s. So I mean, at the end, he just like basically is Turbo Man. He's like, I got the real Turbo Man at home. Is like the one probably thing that I would criticize about that movie because I hate that kid. Uh, <laughs> he tr- he grew up to be a real dick, uh, and he was the worst Anakin. But I don't fault him that because he was only a kid. <laughs> But, um, god damn, what a good movie. And Sinbad is just so funny in that. So, so funny. I haven't seen that movie since I was a kid. Um, I did listen to a, uh, episode of a sister podcast, uh, How Did This Get Made? And by sister, I mean a podcast that's way better and not even, like, close to what we do. Uh, so maybe it's a sister that you don't know about that's actually from a different mother. Anyway, I digress. But, uh, yeah, on that... <laughs> On that show, they they talk about this movie and they just rip it to shreds. <laughs> and they say, but I'm like, I remember, I mean, as a kid, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. So um, It's still good. But, and the thing is, like, movies like that, um, I think people get caught in the weeds of, like, uh, you know, is Arnold Schwarzenegger the best actor in the world? No, he's terrible. We all know that. Is <laughs> Sinbad a good actor? He is better. Um <laughs> Is the kid awful? Yeah, the kid sucks. Uh, <laughs> Phil Hartman. <laughs> Phil Hartman's a legend, uh, so yes, I'm not going to criticize him. Um, but it's just a feel-good, fun movie. You know, people stopped having fun at the movie. It's all about like, oh, what did I not like about this? Versus like, you know, did it bring me joy? If it didn't bring you joy, then that's fine. But uh, whatever. You know, I saw the new Spider-Man, uh, and here's all the spoilers for Spider-Man, by the way. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so I saw the new Spider-Man, and I left, and I said, you know what? That was a good experience. I enjoyed the movie. You know, was it Godfather Part 2? No, it wasn't. But I absolutely loved the movie. I enjoyed it. It had some pad can. I had a soda. And goddamn, did I have a good time. That's what it used to be about. What changed? Oh, man. Well, great way to kick it off. I'm going to throw out hmm, probably my favorite as a child. Actually, definitely my favorite as a child. Little uh, Diddy with Tim Allen called The Santa Claus. I fucking love that movie. I thought it was so like unique and just like a completely different perspective. It has like this adult sort of like overarching theme to it, even though it's like also for kids because like he basically signs a contract and it's like kind of gets into that. It just feels more, I don't know, it's more grounded in a way. And I love how they, 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 they explain how he goes down into places without chimneys and and all that stuff and um there's no rudolph which i think would have made it a little bit too cartoony and i don't know i just really like how they kind of try to embed it in reality as much as they can it's kind of like 
if like Christopher Nolan's Batman, but they did that for Santa Claus. <laughs> this is a really dark Santa Claus. Yeah, you know the the I love that movie. I I've watched it twice already in the uh, the, the season, but um, I was I was always interested to see that when Santa falls off the roof, he dies, he disappears, and he goes to the North Pole. He goes, "Yeah, you're Santa now," and no one seems to give a crap what happened to the last guy. So he must <laughs> yeah. have been a real dick. Because you guys are like, you put on the suit, you Santa Claus. Uh, Bernard, the elf, the elf number one. Um, yeah, he's just basically like, you Santa now. You know, and they're like, okay, whatever. They never explain what happens to Bernard, by the way. They made two more movies. They made uh, Santa Claus 2, The Escape Clause. Which, did you see that movie? No. Did you see that movie? Did you see that movie, Goat? Uh, you should check it out. It's okay. It does not hold a candle to the first one. And then there's a third one, too, and the third one is just a joyless cash grab. But, um, you know, if you want to watch it, you, you, you certainly can, obviously. Let me hit you with another one, and I think this is going to be on both of our lists as well. Elf, starring Will Ferrell and uh, the girl from New Girl, Zoe Deschanel. Uh, what a hilarious movie. That is Will Ferrell at his absolute best. Uh, absolute legend. One of the funniest movies he's ever made in general, not just Christmas, you know? Yeah, I just watched that a few days ago. Fantastic movie. So good. And um, I remember uh, listening to a pod with Will Ferrell on it, and he talks about that experience and how he said that when he was doing Elf, he he had a moment where he was, like, in costume, and they were doing a scene, and he goes, man, this movie's going to flop, isn't it? Like, he just, he in his heart, he thought, you know, this movie isn't going to do well. And I can totally see why you would think that in the middle of shooting it, because it looks ridiculous, like... But the movie is so charming. It's a unique perspective on a Christmas, you know, on the genre. And I just thought, and Will Ferrell can, I mean, I love that guy. He can do almost anything. And um, if anybody can pull it off, it's him. And uh, But yeah, I can totally see why you would think this movie's going to suck as you're doing it. Yeah, I can understand that. And he was good. And, uh, you know, it, child actor didn't suck as much as the kid from Jingle All the Way. Um, but you know who was good in that movie was... Um, I can't think of his name off the top of my head. James Caan was, uh, he was good in that movie. He's the kind of the the straight man, the the no-nonsense dick who, you know, works too much. And, um, you know, I I, I always, like, question whether the, um, no, I can't think of the the actor's name off the top of my head, but did you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. So the guy who played, he's a little person. Peter Dinklage. Peter Dinklage, thank you. (laughs) Will Ferrell thinks he's an elf. And he's just like, say it again. He's like, you're an angry little elf. Like, I don't know how much of that stuff they'd get away with today, but just like, he can't snap away from, from being in the North Pole. And just like, his mind just worked in such an interesting way. And he did the one thing. Santa said, the one thing you don't do, you don't eat gum off the street. And the first thing he does is he sees gum and he starts chewing it. <laughs> Literally the first thing he does. It's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. All right, for my next one, I'm definitely going to get blasted in the ass by everybody listening here. This one is, I mean, it's Cheese City, uh, but I just love this fucking movie. I can't help it, so I'm sorry, everybody. But <laughs> The Holiday, <laughs> starring, <laughs> starring um, uh, I can't even think, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, oh, uh, Jude Law, and Kate Winslet, who I adore. That movie is so cheesy. And but it's just a guilty pleasure of mine, and it's definitely my favorite holiday movie. I and it, I mean it's called the holiday for God's sake, but uh, yeah, two different love stories happening uh, when these two people basically just Airbnb each other's house, 
England and LA. They kind of live separate lives to try to get away from what's going on in their personal lives. And they find love again, and it's just so fucking stupid. I actually lived five minutes from the house that they shot the uh, the L.A. version in the movie. I actually went to that house just to see it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I was like, oh, I live like five minutes from this thing. Um, But yeah, the holiday. Yeah, you know, I've I've actually never seen that movie, and I'm looking up now, but this is a stacked cast. Like, Mm -hmm. so so the people you you met, you... uh, you had mentioned, but also also Catherine Hahn, who's in everything. Uh, John Krasinski, uh, Lindsay Lohan. Eli Wallach, I think is his last name too. That He's dead now. He's old as fuck, but he's awesome in that movie. Eli Wallach, <laughs> yep. Yeah, he passed. Um, Dustin Hoffman, James Franco, Shelley Berman, who's Corky Romano's dad. Um, so he passed recently too, but what a, this is a stacked cast. That's awesome. I'll have to check that. I've actually never seen it. I have to watch this so- movie. I will say the last few names you mentioned are more cameos, specifically the Dustin Hoffman one. When you see the movie, he actually walks by the set in real life and is like, what the fuck are they filming? Goes inside because he's fucking Dustin Hoffman. They're going to let him in. Goes up to Nancy Myers, who's the director, writer, and he's like, hey, so what are you shooting? She's like, oh, my new movie. She's like, fuck, you should be in it because this actually, this scene is perfect for a cameo. And so uh, he ends up doing a cameo. And when you watch the movie, you'll understand why. And you can't think of a better scene in the movie for him to just, you know, walk upon a set in. Like, it's so, it's so perfect. So. That's awesome. I'll have to watch that. Um, so my next one uh, is one that I, I think we might have talked about. And I don't think you've seen this. And you definitely should. Fred Claus. No. So anyways, this is a stacked cast of Vince Vaughn, uh, Paul Giamatti, who's just a phenomenal actor. Um, I always love seeing guys like this that can pretty much, they're very, you know, multidimensional, but he'll go ahead and he'll, he'll do a, a Christmas movie like this. And he plays Santa Claus in the movie, which is pretty badass. Um, Rachel Weiss is also in it. Phenomenal actress. She's been in a lot of cool stuff. Um, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks is also in it. She plays an elf, uh, who's like normal height. So I don't, I don't know the logistics of why that is. I, I didn't really get into it. Um, we don't have to, we don't have time to get into it now. And also the amazing Kathy Bates is also in it. Uh, check that shit out, man, because that is a really, really, really funny movie. Fred, um, so essentially Vince Vaughn plays Fred Claus, who is the brother of Santa Claus. And Fred Claus has, you know, he doesn't live in the North Pole. He moved out to the city because he feels like he's always being overshadowed by his brother. And him and his brother do not get along. They butt heads a lot. So, um... Without spoiling too much, Vince Vaughn needs a quick buck. He goes to visit his brother's brother. So you ha- you hang out for the holidays. You help me out with a few things. I'll give you the money that you need. Um, and that's the premise. Go watch that tonight or tomorrow. Maybe on Christmas. If you watch it on the 26th, you fucked up. It's too late. Um, but check it out on those three days. Yeah, I'm excited for that. That sounds like a fucking phenomenal movie to watch. I can't believe I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so how about we do a little rapid-fire round of movies that we like that we really don't have too much time to kind of get into here. I'll start. Home Alone 1 and 2. Yes. Yeah, you hit me with it. I was going to say that. I'm going to throw you out, and I'm going to get heat for this, too, but Frozen. Frozen's a Christmas movie, and it's phenomenal. It's very well done. I'm going to get blasting the ass for this one. Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. I love Just Friends. Total respect for you saying that. I completely forgot about that movie, and I'm going to put that on my watch list because it's absolutely one of my favorites. And then I'll give you one more. Uh, 
And it's more of a, a special, but Charlie Brown Christmas. I always watch Charlie Brown Christmas. He gets that stupid tree, and everyone's pissed. They have a right to be mad. They gave him a lot of money to go get a real tree, and he picked the stupidest tree in the world. But <laughs> Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. I will say one last one. Bad Santa. And Bad Santa, too. Oh, Bad Santa. Also really funny. I love I love comedies. I love comedies like that. Yeah. Christmas. And that's going to take us to our favorite Christmas presents of all time. Mike, why don't you get us going? All right. So the year is 1998. I live in a small town called Nashville, New Hampshire. I have a very, very, very small house with six people in it, four of which are myself and my brothers. They're awful people. Just kidding. They're good kids, but we had no space. Um, and all I wanted for Christmas was a goddamn space system called the Nintendo 64. And I got it. And I got that, and I got Mario 64, and yes. uh, maybe Mario Kart, definitely GoldenEye. Oh. Um, just set off a chain reaction, just legendary video game playing. Oh, man, I'm so jealous that that was your Christmas gift. N64 was my my birthday present, which is uh, my birthday's in June. So, uh, But I'm so jealous you got that for Christmas. That is a lovely gift by far, not by far, but probably the greatest system of all time. I think we've already established that. Um, I'm going to piggyback off that and say that probably one of my all-time favorites is when I finally got my PS2. I believe it was 2001. So, uh, yes. Uh, anyway, PS2, I got Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, my Lord, I'm a big Metal Gear Solid guy, so that was probably one of my favorite years ever. Dude, that is definitely a phenomenal gift. Um, very excited about that. So I got I got one for you. Okay. Uh, this was a few years before, probably 1994, 5 maybe. And they had just come out with this. So when you're a kid, right, and you see a commercial on TV, you instantly say, I just I want that, you know. And that's kind of where I was at. Uh, and there was a commercial for uh, Talking Tommy Pickles. Tommy Pickles being the main character of the Rugrats, a little stupid baby. Um, and I don't know why, but I really wanted it. And um, my dad and I would have us, like, we'd, we'd create a list of, like, maybe five to ten things. And he'd say, I'll get you, like, two or three things off of this. It's great. So one year, he just goes all out. And he got everything on everyone's list. And my dad comes up to me and he goes, did you get everything on your list? And I said, yeah, yeah, Santa was pretty fucking dope this year. <laughs> I didn't say that, of course. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, man, that's awesome. And uh, I said, the only thing I didn't get was Talking Tommy. And I saw him kind of look over. And this was kind of like a, a little a little bell went off in my head that he's part of the presence. You know what I mean? And uh, he had forgotten to put it out. And he didn't wrap it. He's put it on the couch. He goes, oh, I think it's over there. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was pumped. It was awesome. I don't know what happened to it. It probably broke it almost instantly. It's not like I played with it. You know what I mean? I just wanted it. I don't know why, but it was just a cool thing. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's a great gift. I think I also had one of those. I don't think it was a talking one, though, but it was just like a Tommy doll. And I, then I think I got Chucky, too, because I was a big Rugrats fan growing up. I will say one year, I just got like a fuck ton of these uh, toy action figures similar to G.I. Joe's. They were called Corpse. And I got like a tank one year. And just like a fucking, just like a pickup truck and all sorts of crazy shit all related to corpse. And I just had this fucking massive army of corpse at little action figures. 
that was an awesome time. I was like blown away. I was like, what the fuck? I didn't suck Santa's dick. Why am I getting all this shit? It was fucking awesome. Dude, that's a hell of a gift. That's awesome. Um, I do remember those guys. Those are, <coughs> excuse me, those are pretty cool dudes. Um, I'll give you one more. So I, and I'll make this one quick. So I got, uh, we, we've talked at length about how, I, you know, being a fan of wrestling, right? Especially when I was a kid. Now I got a ring, a wrestling ring. I mean, it was uh, WCW, if you remember world championship wrestling. And, uh, I had uh, a bunch of like, I like, had Harlem heat. I had, uh, Vader, um, Hulk Hogan, uh, Kevin Sullivan, a couple other different ones. Right. And I had them there and I, I was sitting there and I was playing with them and I had like them sitting in the ring and my bro, my brother, Dan, uh, goes to step over it and he trips and he stepped right in the middle and right through the ring and broke it on Christmas day. And oh, needless to say, no. as a child, I was very upset. So I'm crying. My dad, my dad had that. He was all about Texas justice brother. Like he would, uh, Dan broke something in mine, so my dad broke something of his, and it's the worst <laughs> way to go about it, but that is what he did. He took something Dan liked, and he, and he broke it. Um, so that's how my dad kind of handled the business back then. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I was so upset because I loved it, uh, and I didn't get it. It's not like they were like, they went out and bought me a new one. They're like, well, he broke it. So that's kind of like, you're fucked. Santa don't come oh. twice, brother. Uh, that's what they told me anyway. So I never got a new one. Um, I've, of course, got other ones as I got older, you know, a little bit old, because I, I couldn't have been more than four or five when that happened, too. Um, so it's like a little overlap with some of my best gifts, but, uh, yeah, he's a bastard. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And that's going to take us to Bullshit or Not. Mike, why don't you get us started? All right. Nietzsche, I'm going to take you out to Deutschland for this one. All right. Now, Bullshit or Not. In Dutch... Santa is known as Sinterklaas. Hmm, that sounds pretty legit to me. I'm going to say that's not bullshit. You're right. That is not bullshit. Um, you know, some, sometimes mine are very specific like this. Um, but for children, Christmas is all about receiving gifts from Santa Claus. But how did Santa Claus come into existence? The character of Santa Claus is based on St. Nicholas. As per legend, St. Nicholas was a Christian bishop who provided uh, for uh, gifts for and food for poor and the needy. He loved children, he enjoyed giving the gifts, and he did it secretly, not for the glory. As his story spread, he was called Santa Claus by the, by the Dutch, uh, which later was translated into Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh, I bet you didn't know that fact. I did not know that, and that is a lovely little factoid. That A little factical. It's a good one. It's a factical. A little tasticle of what uh, the Dutch are all about. All right, so for my bullshit or not, I'm going to go a little bit personal. And uh, bullshit or not, Mike... I have never yacked at a father's friend's house during Christmas on his coffee table and then have it run off onto the carpet. <laughs> um, okay, so that's pretty specific. So I'm going to say, uh, and I hope I'm phrasing this right, it is, that is bullshit because you definitely have done that. <laughs> I don't know why everything I say this it turns out to be something about me pooping or, or booting. Pooping and booting. No, it happened when I was like five years old. I was eating and I just looked down at my plate and just fucking booted all, everything back into the plate and it just ran off. Because I was sitting at their coffee table. It was kind of like a little kiddie table while they were all just like, you know, hanging out as adults. And it just ran down the coffee table onto the carpet and my parents were so embarrassed. And I was sitting there like, why did I do this? Like, I don't, <laughs> I guess kids just being kids. But uh, that is my disgusting bullshit or not. 
yeah, dude, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. If you're going to puke, they'll do it on Christmas. That's, uh, you know, just get it out. Get it out. That's holiday spirit uh, leaving the body. Holiday dis spirit. Holiday dicks leaving the body. <laughs> Christmas. And that's going to take us to Suggestion Box, Christmas style. So, Mike, um, th we were very busy for the Suggestion Box. Uh, something very specific had to go down, including some travel. Uh, why don't you tell the Silver Boners what we did for Suggestion Box this week? Yeah, you know, this was an amazing opportunity that we got in eating. This was a lot of fun. Um, we had uh, a sponsor reach out basically and say, I love your suggestion box. It's probably time that I do that for my employees. <laughs> Who said sure? Fill out this uh, card, <laughs> fill out our form, and we'll come down and we'll, we'll help you out. Um, now that's all done through uh, the, we have people who do that for us. Nietzsche and I are busy guys. We're the talent. We don't really do the form work. So someone did that for us. So we really don't know who is doing this. Come to find out, we were, our, our travel team gave us tickets to fly to the North Pole. Uh, and that was to go and meet Santa Claus personally, talk about his operation, and give him uh, a little taste of what the suggestion box means to him. So we have today for you suggestions written by elves in Santa's workshop to either uh, make productivity better to uh, make for a safer uh, work environment and everything in between. And so we're going to read them live on the air today. Uh, we're going to provide that to Santa so he can crush it. He's got a big day tomorrow, so he wants to make sure that's just, you know, all loose ends are covered. So I don't know, Nietzsche, do you want to start it? Do you want to read the first suggestion? Just we'll, we'll take it from there. I would love to, yes. Um, so our first elf suggestion. Can we stop taking Christmas wishes that ask for dildos? <laughs> The Tilto Department at the North Pole <laughs> is exhausted. Well, they are exhausted, rather. <laughs> oh man! Um, so this is this is basically getting a taste of what Santa's got to deal with. I mean, what his elves have to deal with. Um, I have to say, guys, uh, look. I think to deny people the gifts they want if they deserve them and they're on the on the niceness list and not the naughty list, I think is it's kind of goes against Christmas spirit. If somebody wants a dildo, I think you got to give it to them as long as that, you know, they're not on the bad list on the naughty list. I don't know how you feel about it, Mike. No, I got to agree with that. And that, uh, you know, the thing is, uh, there's a whole department of people for this. So, you know, if you stop making them, you put a lot of elves out of work and I don't know what else elves are going to do if, if not for, for doing that. Can you transfer all of them? So we, from what we saw in Ichi, the, the dildo department is quite large. There's a lot of people who work there. So I don't want to take that away from them. I don't want them to lose their jobs. I think, um, you know, if, if you personally feel bad about it, maybe put in for a transfer. I don't know. But I think to deny people what they want most for Christmas, just it, it really goes against what it's all about. All right. So we have our next... We have our next one. Now, obviously, these have to be anonymous. And you guys know that. We can't have Santa knowing which elf said what, because then, you know, they get in trouble. So here's what I got for you, Nietzsche. Can we be given enough time for a bathroom break? Or do we need to keep pissing in empty water bottles? <laughs> you oh, know, man. Didn't we? So, okay, so we visited Nietzsche at a very busy time, and we saw that there's not a lot of bathroom breaks. You know, you took one of your famous Nietzsche dumps, and the 
bathroom was empty. Uh, so, you know, we, we know for a fact they're not taking bathroom breaks. I don't think they need to be peeing in bottles. I think Santa can, you know, he can lighten up a little bit. There's, it's a tough time of year, right? Because everything he does all year leads up to tomorrow. So if, if, if what's done, what, what needs to be done isn't done, that's an issue. And it's not like there's an endless supply of elves to hire. So give him more time for bathroom breaks, I think, Nietzsche. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, I would say if you're not liking what you do, find another job. Just don't go to Amazon because I'm pretty sure that's exactly what's going on there. Um, but I think Santa's probably grinding his teeth in, you know, because he's, he's hearing this for the first time through us, you know, because basically we were hired to take these suggestions and help out. Um, a little bit of turmoil there. If he's not allowing these guys to take a piss break, um, yeah, I think get rid of the bottles and let's get some, some breaks in there. Yeah, I think that's the right thing to do, you know, and if you really can't, then I know the reindeer have troughs in there, so um, that's going to be our recommendation. Okay, our next suggestion. Rudolph is a dick and possibly racist. Let's get some new reindeer. <laughs> you know what? I, I've always had this, this thought that, I don't know, Rudolph gets a lot of credit and... I always thought he was kind of a dick just by like, I, you know, I feel like the fame just has to go to your head at some point and I'm pretty sure it did go to his head. And just to have this validated by some anonymous elf here, uh, man, I'd be completely down with getting at least one new reindeer just to replace Rudolph. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. I think, uh, you know, when we saw him, he, he walked in, he was 30 minutes late to work, uh, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. He just, he gave off a bad vibe, you know? And, um, the other part of that is that, you know, he knows what it's like to be different. He knows what it's like to be mistreated. And, uh, you know, he rode that wave to the top. And now that he's an important reindeer, uh, he hasn't shown that same respect. And, you know, attitude reflects leadership. So he's got to, you know, if people don't like him, it's, it's, it's on him. And, uh, you know, I, I, I got the racist vibe a little bit. You know, I got that from I know what this elf is talking about. But, uh, you know, I, I just... I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess I get some new reindeer. Let's train some new reindeer. You know, maybe we get some extra help in there. So, all right, let me, our, our last, I think it's our last, our last suggestion from the North Pole, from the sweet elves that Nietzsche and I met when we flew there. Tell Mrs. Claus to stop coming around the shop and bending over to pick something up in front of us. Frankly, it's getting old. And she, <laughs> and she thinks she's got a dump truck. When she actually has an ass that looks like two pigs fighting over a milk dud. <laughs> I saw her do that. I did see her do yep. that. The thing is, I saw she's her old, too. man. She's, she's got to stop doing that. She, oh, the gray pubes were disgusting. I, just, I, I couldn't handle it. She wasn't wearing any North Pole panties. It was pretty gross. Um, yeah, I feel for those elves because you know, she she thinks they want to see it and they don't. They don't want to see it at all. Um, clearly Santa's not giving her enough attention. Um, and I think she's kind of taking it and, uh, and trying to find attention in other ways. Yeah, she stinks. And, uh, my, my, <laughs> my suggestion is, uh, she take a stroll over to the dildo department, pick one up for herself, go home and take care of that, uh, at home and not, you know, harass the elves because they are butthole eye level, like butthole to eye level. And it's not fair to them. I think I saw one elf get pink eye cause she bent over and farted right in his face. <laughs> 
I saw that too. I felt bad. I saw his hair blow back and everything. It was (laughs) was awful. (laughs) And it's like, I think he was a new elf because when she bent over, he kind of put his eye up to her buttle as if like you're looking through a hole in the wall. Like to see if there was something wrong in there. Maybe she she had maybe the elf had never seen a, like a human before and just kind of put an eye up and just got blasted right in the eye. <laughs> the problem is she she uses a deodorant that smells like uh, cookies. So and she just puts that right on the old butthole. So he thought he smelled cookies. Like hmm, what's this? And then he just he fell for it. You know, it's classic. It's, they tell you that the elves you learn that. You learned that on like day five, and he just didn't get there yet. But now he knows that. If you go looking for trouble, you're going to find it. The head elf said that that specific elf who did that uh, might be a little special uh, and just not getting things as quick as the rest of the elves. So, uh, yeah, I would love to see the progress of that elf next year. Yeah, I would too. And you know what? (laughs) I remember we walked in, and uh, I was like, you know what, guy? I like this place. It's a little small. And you said, totally. It smells like fart. And that's going to take us to final thoughts. God fucking damn it. I hate this goddamn segment. We should probably just do away with it. But uh, yeah, cool little Christmas special here, my my bud. And um, I love getting to know what your favorite movies were and uh, what uh, some of your favorite gifts were and all that good stuff. And I think we really helped out Santa with that suggestion box. Dude, I was impressed with us and our ability to identify, um, well, not only identify the, the issues that Santa had, but also um, how to solve them. Give him suggestions to be a leader so that he can have the workplace culture that we have cultivated because it's pretty freaking amazing, if you ask me. So I'm impressed with us. You know, I think we had a great episode. I loved hearing about the movies. I loved hearing about some of the cool gifts he got. Um, you know, with the, with the PlayStation, you know, I had, well, I, you know, I was getting Nintendo 64 and, I mean, just, just epic. And I hope we brought Christmas spirit to everybody who tuned in. And uh, we didn't really do it for the turkey hangover, but I will say that uh, maybe we should do what we're thankful for here. Uh, I think it also falls in line with Christmas. Uh, I want to say, yeah, I'm thankful for this pod. Thankful for our friendship. I'm thankful for uh, my wifey, my wife, and uh, all the friends we have. Good health. Uh, Tid-ass apartment. Video games. I got some cool shit. And, uh... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I like that. I like that. I respect that. I uh, I got to say I'm thankful for this pod, too. I'm thankful for our friendship, which we've maintained over many, many, many years. And it's, that's that's hard to say, especially we live on the opposite side of the country. You know what I'm saying? So that's hard to maintain. And it's a beautiful thing when it happens. So I appreciate you. Uh, you got a hammer on you. And I, I truly do love you, you know. So I'm also, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for my wife. I'm thankful for my baby on the way. I have a baby on the way, which is nuts to think about. Uh, thankful for my family, my dog, all of it. A little, a little spawn from Mikey Boy here. His wife and he are pregnant, everybody. So uh, we were gonna, we were gonna announce that um, at some point, and Mike just dropped it on me, and uh, I had my dick, dick on the table, and he smashed it with a hammer. I did not know it was coming when it did. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Mike. I've said said it to you already before. But for all the silver boners out there, uh, Mikey's going to be a daddy. And it's very weird because uh, we're, it means we're getting older. Yeah, it's crazy, man. I, I, it wasn't too long ago that we were playing Manhunt and just like hiding in people's backyards and stuff. And now 
Uh, I got a kid on the way who's going to do some of that same stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's it's nerve-wracking. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's cool. You know, it, it means that I, uh, I'm shooting absolute fucking darts. Um, <laughs> my wife is going to kill me for that. Uh, good thing she doesn't listen to this. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's kind of a cool feeling, you know, I'm excited. So, uh, you know, uncle Nietzsche will have a, have the baby on the show day one and, and see what he, see what he or she has to say. And I cannot wait for that. Good sir. And that's going to do it here for us on the silver bow experience from my forever buddy, Mike here and his wife and the baby on the way. My name is Nietzsche. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Mr. It's Larry, is is that correct? Larry the Elf? Yes, that would be correct. Awesome. I'm just going to ask you for some suggestions. This is anonymous. Like, Santa's not going to know this is coming from you. This is just for me to see these details. So uh, feel free to speak freely here. Don't worry about any sort of consequences whatsoever. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a few questions if you don't mind. Well, that'd be wonderful. What would you say the biggest negative is to working here? Well, I've been working here at this nice North Pole since I've been... About knee high to a candy cane, which is else we don't get much taller than that now, do we? <laughs> but listen here, I'm out on that floor every day just trying to get my job done. And Mrs. Claus keeps showing up, if you know what I mean. She keeps asking me to taste the different flavors of candy cane. And when I say, yeah, sure, here, and I put it up to her mouth, she actually bends over and says she tastes it better if she goes straight in the butt. I've never eaten a candy cane, no way, no how, but I don't think that's how it works. Wait, Larry, what? I Hold on, I had no idea this was going on. So you're telling me that there's some sexual tension slash things happening between you and Mrs. Claus? Well, sir, I would say calling it tension is probably a bit of an understatement. If you were here every day, you'd be seeing this kind of thing. I tell you, spend five minutes in what we call the bullpen... And she'll show up damn near every day, ready to get her butthole licked by one of the elves. I mean, that's a lot to take in. That's a lot to process, Larry. Um, but let me ask a simple question. You have a southern accent. Were you transferred from the, the South Pole? Why, yes, sir, I was. Originally, I was to be in a package of three elves that happened to sell quite a popular cereal from a tree. But the last second, they sent me down here, and God bless it, besides Mrs. Claus trying to... <laughs> and god bless it besides crazy mrs claus running around it's not a bad place to be oh boy hey julius it is right thanks for coming in man um so obviously you know why we're here we're, we're taking suggestions for how we can improve things at the north pole uh if i could ask you what is the biggest negative you've seen to working uh day to day at the north pole 
but to be honest, I think it's a lot of the sexual favors that some of the reindeer are asking us to do for them. I mean, I'm just a fucking humble elf. I'm just trying to do what I can here. I'm trying to punch in and punch out and just get the fuck out of here. But these fucking reindeer keep showing up and trying to piss on me and make me suck their reindeer dicks. Uh, wait, you're, you're saying the reindeer, they come into the shop and they ask elves for Oh, they're favors? coming, all right. All right, Larry, thank you for your time so far. Uh, could you give me your day-to-day -day routine here? Well, it's quite simple now, ain't it? I come in a few minutes early. I like to get there nice and early to get the coffee lines because we don't drink lots of coffee, but we sure do have lots of hot cocoa here, and I sure do love me some hot cocoa. And I get here early, and I punch in, and then I go down to my station. Sure as the sunshine, Miss Claus shows up, and she wants her sexual favors from little old Larry. I'm just trying to live my life, so I really want to fix this problem. Now, by 2 o'clock, I'm usually taking my break. We're supposed to go at 12, but don't tell nobody that, because I like to go a little later. I find that going a little later makes the second half of the day go by much faster. So then by 5 o'clock, I go ahead and punch out, and I run like hell from Mrs. Claus. I try to avoid Rudolph and his posse, because everyone knows they'll be asking for sexual favors. You know, this job doesn't pay as well for the amount of sexual favors I've been asking for. So I'm just trying to get by, so thank you for asking. Santa don't know what the fuck is going on in here. He's never in here. Just some of the head elves, they come in and they're always swinging their fucking small dicks around telling us what to do. And I'm trying to do my fucking job over here and they're not letting me do it. That's going to be a tough one to tackle, but uh, I, I have it noted here and I will speak to the right people about that can you just uh can you walk me through your day-to-day -to -day today at the north pole yeah i usually get in about five minutes early to make sure i can take a nice shit before i get started and then i pretty much work balls to the fucking wall from 8 to 12 until lunch but i don't really take a lunch i just go straight to the fucking bathroom and i just wipe one out real quick because i'm sick of all the pressure then after lunch i go straight back to work but all I'm dealing with is these fucking head elves and Rudolph and his fucking posse coming over all the time and busting my balls. Then, at about 3 p.m., I'm trying to get out of here real quick. Usually we stop at 5, but I try to get out early because Mrs. Claus is always trying to finger me at the punch out. Well, wait, mi mi uh, Mrs. Claus is doing that? Like Santa Claus's wife, Mrs. Claus. Yeah, she's a horny fucking bitch. All right, Larry, so I'm going to give you a few words, and what I want you to do is just tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word that I say, okay? You got it. Candy canes. Mrs. Claus. All right, Julius, your first word association is cookies. Mrs. Claus's titties. Christmas ornaments. Pardon me, because I know it's more than one word, but that sure does remind me of Mrs. Claus' nipples. Gingerbread men. Tiny dicks. Snow. Balls. Lights. Herpes. Frost. Balls. Wrapping paper. Condoms. I'm going to regret asking this one. Mistletoe. Conalangus. Santa's sleigh. Roadhead. Hey, Larry, can you just give me a second? I just have to talk to my colleague real quick. Julius, give me two seconds. I just got to chat with, uh, with, with my associate out here real quick. 
Dude, what the fuck is going on here? Dude, this place seems kind of gross. I, I don't know if, if you know this, but like Mrs. Claus is like just trying to fuck all the elves, and and in the weirdest way possible. Dude, it's so gross. That old ass bitch just trying to like get people to sniff her assholes. Dude, I feel bad for these elves. They're very perverted. It's like it's been kind of forced on them. Yeah, man, super weird. I did like a word association thing like we talked about, and some of his answers were shocking. Very shocking. That's what I did. It's it's kind of gross, actually. Dude, Mrs. Claus must be like a total, total wreck. She must be like the ugliest person in the world. Like, she must, she seems really desperate. Ho, 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 gentlemen. I hope your audit is going well. I wanted to take the opportunity to introduce you to my wife, Mrs. Claus. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Mm-hmm.